everybody, welcome back to Dice and Virtue Season 3. I am your humble host and Dungeon Master 1, Dylan. And joining me, as always, are the Dicey One. I am the Dicey One. And the Virtuous One. It's me! I'm the Virtuous One. They play Tess and Ali, a couple of intrepid uh, adventurers out on a uh, an Arctic expedition. <laughs> um, ostensibly, the pair of you made... Uh, <laughs> Made compact with a, uh, an ancient, um, fella. We're gonna go fight a worm. I don't know why I think of it as a worm. Uh, yeah. So, you guys are out in the middle of the Arctic. Mm -hmm. That's true. Um, the bear zone. Downtown, walking fast. Remind me why you're in the snow again. We're in the snowy, snowy place. There's a greater mission at hand. There is. Christina, (laughs) I'm not gonna lie. I I jumped in because I didn't trust you to stay on track, and that was kind of me. You you took it. That's (laughs) valid. I know, I know my, my scene partner, okay? Just, by all means, carry on. You were saying. Um, so there is a greater mission at hand where we have to go find, uh, a traveling party that had gone mis- missing because they were going to covertly slip into the Cavacana Dominatum. Correct. And possibly plant the some kind of and plant a bomb? super weapon, if I recall correctly. Yeah. They were rough. They were going to um, very CIA. They were going to yeah, get up on the mic. To, they were going to yeah. uh, establish a Shadowstone outpost on the northern shore. Correct. Uh, beyond the the Dominatum's naval blockade. Yes. Okay, well, if you knew that, uh, why did you make us tell you and look like idiots? From whence they would launch a warship to go uh, plant a bomb in the, the capital city. <clears throat> uh, and then you enticed us with a fun side story. and you, true. N- you named this man Reed, so now we must. Yeah. For yeah. the sake of the greater plot at hand. That's even done. greater than the, the great plot, plot at hand. This is the good plot, There, there's the great plot, and then there's the greatest plot. So now... um. Oh, I did not know that. Look I at did, my notes. I did not know that your notes were your notes notes. Um, so, uh, you'll remember a couple episodes ago. That, that's uh, presuming we, a lot, but all right. <laughs> there, there was some talk of campfire stories. Yes, sir. With your creepy new friend. Uh, and then we put that off for an episode or so, just to give us some time to work on those. And yes. if you've done your homework, you can have a hero point. Ooh. Have you done your homework? No, but I'm prepared to improv, and so is Casey Hills. <laughs> See, because no, what? Christina, look, if you were prepared to improv, you would have said, yes, and here it is. I said, Boom. yes, and I'm prepared to improv. That was my introduction, and I was halted. Fair enough. I apologize. That was the beginning of our showcase. That was I'm my introduction to our showcase. I see. Yes. Um. Okay, great. So, Tess, I guess you'll kick us off with a campfire story. Sure, I will. Ali is chomping down on some story? bread soup. Bread soup. So, did I ever tell you why I make kitchen appliances? And and Ali has to turn to read <laughs> and be like, no, 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 she's not actually asking. This is part of the... No, no, trust me, trust me, just watch. Just watch. <laughs> no, you did it! <laughs> my, my family has been friends with sort of the makers of Ironside. I'm not entirely sure. They settled the city. Um, Maggie. Ironsides, in fact. Our ancestors go way back, which is, there's a greater story there because she's who we learned the magic technician from, or the magic tech from, and so on and so forth. But she would tell us stories about, I don't know if she was camping. I assume she was camping. But she was in some pretty rough, she was in a pretty rough place. And I think there were centipedes and holes. Anyway, um, they didn't have utensils. And so she had to craft utensils out of rocks. And metal things. 
and animal bits. And so I got to thinking, animal bits, utensils, there's something here. End of story. I'm not giving you a hero story. <laughs> you never said it had to be a good story, Dylan. Touche. Hey, Casey. <laughs> yeah. Does Ali have a, a story for us? <clears throat> Ali <laughs> wipes the uh, the bread soup uh, residue <laughs> away. And, uh, he, he look, he looks, uh, he looks up at, at Tess and hears the story and processes it and thinks, there's something there I'm just not getting. It's probably a cultural thing, but I don't want to look like a dumb dumb. Like, oh, yes, yes, mm, the bits. Yeah, mm, totally. <laughs> ah, oh, it's my turn. Oh, all right. Is there a, uh, speaking stick or other totem I, I require to, uh, I mean, I have, I have the stick stick. Uh, yeah, may I? Yes. I hand Thank him a big stick stick. Do I, Staff do, bold prophet? Yes. Okay. Yeah, do I get any, like, effect or bonus from that? Do I feel anything? Uh, you feel... Can I make an arcana check? Wait. You feel like you have been embraced uh, by a mother's hug. Ooh. And then they found the wheat. (laughs) (laughs) That is what you hear from the staff. (laughs) This this staff is funny. (laughs) Ah, Very good. Also, Ali uh, is deeply confused because he never knew his mother and doesn't know what a mother's hug feels like. So he just feels someone trying to choke him. (laughs) (laughs) Is that not a is that, hug? No, is that not Joan Crawford? That's Nobody? Not, All right. That's not the norm. Okay, so Ali stands up in front of the fire. <clears throat> and he takes on a cast. Like, he looks like a slightly different version of himself. And uh, Tess, make an, make an insight check on Ali. I will. I got a 32. What the fuck? Oh, I know. No, I got a 22. My okay, bad. But, but wait, make a bluff check on making us believe you've got a 32. No, don't do that. Okay. I've got don't, a 10. Don't Did waste rolls. I got a 32. Okay. Uh, so you have seen Ali do this a couple of times, actually, and you have come to the conclusion that his story, his his culture has a very strong and distinct storytelling culture to the point mm-hmm. where, like, they learn this posture. Like, they, well, not not even necessarily the posture, but they have a different mode that they slip into when it's story time. Mm-hmm. All right. So, <clears throat> Ali grabs the staff of the bald prophet, and he looks up. Once upon a time, it was so that there was a very wealthy man. And it was at this point I expected Dylan to start screaming in terror, but, you know, that was a socialism joke. Okay, anyway. (laughs) I just got hungry. (laughs) Very good. Okay. Once it was that there was a very wealthy man. Ah, born he was into his money. Uh, It felt like an extension of his self, and he wielded it throughout his life to lengthen his reach, to open doors which ought to have remained closed to him, to pet nearby kitty cats who said meow meow. As his life went on, he purchased every treasure his heart desired, but as the years passed, he found that even the shiniest, most magnificent treasure became only a bauble, only a trinket on the shelf, and brought him no joy. And so he turned instead to power. He bought armies. He conquered nations with his wealth. But after years had passed, he found that it brought him no more joy or satisfaction than moving about pieces on a board. And all the while, in the back of his mind, he felt a shadow creeping nearer. The shadow of the one thing he knew his money could not buy. An escape 
from death. And so it was that in the last years of his life he turned his wealth and his efforts to finding the ancient masters who lived in secret and in hiding, ever evading death through science, through magic, through dark compact. One by one he sought them out. One by one he tried to ply them, to bribe them with money, with power, with fame, with their very lives. And one by one they refused him, until at last he came to a temple at the top of a mountain and met an ancient hermit so old that her eyes had turned to the color of rainwater, so thin that the light shone through her skin and broke upon her bones like prisms. And she, too, would not give up the secret to her long life, but, unlike the other sages, the other hermits, whom he had accosted, she had something to lose, for this temple in her youth had become an orphanage, and she had lived her long life here, looking after its charges. And when he threatened them, she revealed the secret. She said, Living forever is as easy as having a child, and she revealed to him the secret of stealing a life you had created yourself. And so the man lived, stealing body after body, having child after child, feeling like a master of the world, until as the days and nights, the weeks and the years passed, he realized that still he felt that shadow at the edge of his mind. Still he knew that he was only running from the last sunset. And so he wondered, why run from death? And why not make himself its master? To be continued. Neat. And Ali shifts back into Little Hobbit Man. Hi, everybody. It's me, Holly. Cousin Jimmy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> Sounds to me like that guy's missing a fundamental lesson about the brevity and transient nature of life that makes it so full of meaning and purpose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, take a hero point for that. Absolutely. Thank you. You're trying to tell me he just had a lot of kids and ate them. Period. Oh. No, no, no. He what? did not. Kidding. He did not eat them. Although you could say that he ate something that they had inside them. It was pancreases. It wasn't pancreases. It wasn't pancreases. It wasn't pancreases. No. Lungs. No, it wasn't lungs. No, no. Tess, uh, forgive me if if I, I I think you may be missing the point of the story. The the point of the story is that the man was bad because he had money. That's yeah. <laughs> what does Reed have to say about this? <laughs> uh, for his part, Reed, you um, fucking bitch, listens. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry, that was player character to Reed. <laughs> right, right. Reed listens intently throughout the story uh, and grinds his jaw um, as. Is he a bodily stealing bitch? Uh, he he definitely seems perturbed about parts of of the story. Mm -hmm. Um, though it's it's hard to read in his face why. <laughs> 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 uh, that's his name. <laughs> oh my god! I just realized his name oh. is Reed, like books, like the books yeah. that Arden used to love. His book like girlfriends, book girlfriends. Who, which then killed him. His, yep. his name is Reed. Uh, R e e d. Yes, yes, yes. Right, but, but it's a homin. No it's a homophone. It's a homophone, Dylan. Yes, uh, uh, it is. Read, it is read. It is a homophone. And the books. <laughs> what? What about them? He was in a. Smith was in a book, but he read. Smith was in seven books. Yeah, and he was going to read them all. <laughs> so he didn't like my story much, you say? Uh, yeah. Uh, when he he seems very vaguely bothered by it. 
Um, mm. You're not really certain as to why. Uh, and, and when you uh, when you leave your story on, on To Be Continued, um, he watches you for a, a long moment as you, like, regain your composure. I um, thought Reed was blind. His eyes are covered with cataracts. Okay. Right. Uh, There's little waterfalls. What? Because that's what the word cataract means. It means water. Because you have, like, a waterfall over your eyes. Oh. I see. Yeah. There, Dylan, read a dictionary. No. I would have laid down solid money that of my friends, you would be in the top percent that that joke would land on. No. I, uh, I've always just known cataracts as, like, the cloudy shit in a person's eyes. Fair enough. When they've got a, a problem. You can uh, have that removed? Yeah. Crazy. Anyway. <laughs> it's like a little film. Disgusting. Yeah. So does Reed have a story? Uh, wait, wait, forgive me. No, forgive me. Forgive me. I, uh, I'm making the DM yes, yes. too much work. I'm leveraging too. Okay. Okay. Uh, guest here at our fire. Do you have a tale to tell? A contribution to make to the great narrative? I know an ancient tale, if you'd like to hear it. Very much. Yes, please. An old man and a young man met on a dock one autumn evening. The young man had a fire in his heart, and the old man had the stars in his eyes. The two of them together opened up the sky, and from the bubbling cauldron in the silent cacophony, in a single onyx teardrop fell Sarlacid, queen servant, servant queen, queen servant, servant's queen, and servant queen. Queen servant, queen who serves, servant queen, queen of all servants, queen servant, servant to the queen. Servant's queen, queen to the servant queen, and servant queen, queen who serves, like the queen servant. The old man and the young man on the dock were there to greet her, and she brought with her a warning. Any guesses as to what that warning was? Uh, don't swim shortly after eating? No. Hobbit? Mm, most of uh, my people's... Uh cultural warnings in stories are about uh, fiscal responsibility and uh, wise investment. I, I, I doubt such a creature would have such advice. Inevitable annihilation. Oh. She warned the pair of them of a terrible foe that felled her and all her kind. That was going to be my second guess. The fragment before them was just the palest shadow of just Ugh. the tiniest sliver escaped beyond her foe's event horizon. Ooh. That's good. Good job, Dylan. Take a hero point for that sentence. Yeah. The young man on the dock saw the stars in the old man's eyes go dim for the first time that day. He would only see it again one more time. Any guesses as to when? When they oh. met again? When they, when they met again. I, I think it's when they met again. At that, read, uh, just for the first time in all of your time together so far, uh, grins. The toothiest grin. Um, Terrifying. The uh. oily black substance that he's uh. been, uh, that has coated his teeth begins to run down the corners of his mouth hmm. as he grins. Huh. And then he, uh, uh, stands up and snaps his, his mouth closed and wipes off his chin, um, and says, I think a pair of you are in over your heads. Hey, hey, not cool. Yes. Don't make short jokes. <laughs> Make long jokes. <laughs> That's it. Oh, it was deuterocanonical, okay, cool, cool, cool. obviously. That's uh, it. We, I, I think Reed. I can speak for my companion when I say that we are inclined to agree. We didn't sign up for any of this willingly. Uh, I suppose, in a way, we did. 
in a way we didn't. But we're here now. In my experience, there comes a point where choice becomes, if not an illusion, at least a question to which there is no purpose in asking. The things needed to be done. The world needs to be saved. We are here, and we are only able to do what we are able to do, and therefore have a responsibility to do so. If uh, every old cryptic man we met would stop maybe lording that over us and be helpful, that would be great, not gonna lie. Honestly? What manner of help you desire? The help that we need, and not the help we desire. Well worded, Casey Hills. I met some genies. <laughs> you and I see you. Vague. Specifically, what do you need? Mm. We need a way to halt the war. We need a way to halt the advance of the Kavakana Dominatum and to do so at a minimum loss of life and with maximum effectiveness. We need a way to protect as many as possible. And I fear that we are not strong enough to do so. It's just snow cats, is all. It's just, oh, cute little snow kitties just frolicking around. Little snow kittens. While Raid is being absolutely fucking horrifying, just. Yes, ah. just, just, just flouncing around and prancing in the background. Oh, you know what? Oh, no, it's those, that's what, those, what are the, yeah, yeah, yeah. what did Dylan call them? The little snow Meerkats. critters. The little, the little Moombas. Little yeah. Cat, meerkats. Little, like, prairie dogs. Yeah. I or me or a cat. Um, Reed, uh, <laughs> what? What do you need? <laughs> I am putting her on my lap so she silences. Jeez. Oh, we uh, do not lack the will. We do not lack the resolve of heart or spirit. We have both lost enough to know that action must be taken decisively. But we are in a hesitant. large... We are in a large game, and we fear to misstep. We fear to try and to fail and for others to pay for our mistake. There's a lot at hand right now, and we aren't entirely equipped to deal with all of this as mostly normal folk. Yeah. Like literally and or emotionally. Yeah. Yes, we've seen so much and so many Please. people hurt, and we can't be responsible for that. Then what would you do? You we would end the war. These... Yes, but how? How would you stop the machine that makes pain? Uh, Give it a heart. Every... Ah, every machine has a power source. This is a fundamental law, even in this land of wizards and magic, of the rules of nature being uh, flaunted and flouted, whichever one of those I meant, and uh, thrown aside with regularity. Something cannot come of nothing. We must find what drives this machine, and we must remove or destroy it. We don't know what that is. We're not being intentionally vague. No one knows. No one knows what drives this machine. There is a literal machine. Is there a literal machine? Yeah, there was a big machine going around killing things for a long time. Oh, that's true. Yeah, there was like a There's big a, old There are literal metal machines. Yeah, yeah, there are literal well, machines killing people, so... Like a Magitek armor thing. Yeah. You want to end the war that plagues your land. We want... <sighs> War okay, like has plagued all lands as far as I can remember, and I can remember a great deal. Well, I mean, we could uh, get into a philosophical offshoot here about how need 
drives all conflict and about how limited resources are really the the ultimate thrust of all war but then we just end up sounding like like thanos um <laughs> hashtag thanos was right <laughs> um scratchy disagrees uh, there is one end to the war to all wars and to all things mm, yes but the path to that end need not be strewn with more death and pain and destruction than is necessary. I wish, we wish, not necessarily for an end to conflict, but an end for the well-being of one people to be contingent on the suffering of another. And a younger reed would agree with you. Mm. Then perhaps the younger reed is the one to whom you should be listening. Oh no, oh no no. Today I am much more interested in the death of a squid. Mm. Well, it is better, ah, as Logan Ninefingers said, better to do a thing than to live with the fear of it. So, as we have reached a philosophical impasse, what say we go a-squidding? Absolute. Um, and with that, uh, Reed waves one hand, and the campfire that you were all surrounding extinguishes. Um, I assume you had built a campfire for, yes. for the occasion. Yeah, yeah. We done the tent pole thing. It's a, yeah. The, we we broke out the we broke out the the good snow soup. Yeah, and you rest for the evening. I assume again. Yes. Um, Do we level because we told cool stories and we bested a labyrinth and take such? Take your hero point and be happy. We have been level three for a year. You, and you've done okay. Listen, nothing. listen, Dylan. What? There once was a time when you would just let us level based on how many episodes. We recorded. Yes. And we have recorded so many fucking episodes now. I think we get to level at least to okay. four. Can I, if I, okay. If I explain. Dylan, to we you. are merely saying that even in a video game, if you fight a battle that you are not meant to win, that is a story battle, typically you would at least get some reward out of it. Okay. Gun. The, the pair of you are, are embroiled in a thing that is much larger than either of you in a world full of Machines that people don't understand. Are you going to argue it wasn't the same for the first two seasons where we had with, to take on the planar existential the point, nonsense? The point I'm making is that your characters feel like fish out of water because you're third that's level. That's true. If you were on this adventure and you were 17th level, for example, that's a point. None of this would feel that's like fair. it matters. Do you like the fish out of water vibe? That's you vibing? what this whole campaign is is in service That's of, fair. Right? Here's, here's the thing, though. You... Mm, you talk about how slow we take it, but we're only taking it so slow because we feel like we need to be so much more cautious with how enable we are. Huh. Right and that's, now. I mean, that's that's ludo narrative interaction. That's you know gameplay and story story mechanics meshing. And I, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I think uh, we have been uh, a little too hesitant. But you know what? We're gonna go fuck up a squid, and I think yeah, that's let's go a fight a interesting. That's that's a decision that's gonna have repercussions. It's movement forward. It's action, and I get to use these uh, extra sexy dice that my mother sent me for my birthday, Christina. I don't know if you can see. They have Ooh. got seashells inside them. Oh, I love that. It's the coolest fucking thing. She didn't even know they had seashells inside them when she bought them. She just thought they were a pretty color. They are also, pretty color. A boss fight with a squid is a pretty good opportunity for experience. Points. Ideally, unless we get it eaten out of the fight adorable. again. I was going to say, it is adorable <laughs> that you think we were counting on killing that squid, but yes. No, this is like when, this is like when Final Fantasy VII, when you and, when you and Sephiroth walk through Nibelheim and it's like, oh, it's a green dragon and he one-shots it and you're just in the corner like, it was cool how you did that, Sephiroth. <laughs> I've got a sword. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to join soldier. 
<laughs> um, so on the morrow, you uh, uh, begin. Oh God, there's a morrow. Wait, where is it? Kill it. Are we like XP sharing with Reed? You continue on your path. Um, I say yes. <laughs> on, on the uh, uh, the the journey laid out for you on your map. Sure. Uh, Plateau of Leng. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and between campsites three and four, so on day three of your journey, mm-hmm. yeah. um, Reed uh, uh, stands from the back of the toboggan. Um, That's very dangerous. He shouldn't do that. Yes. Points in a direction way off from where you were headed mm-hmm. and says, that way. Okay, great. Sit down. Oh, wait. I know which direction Put he's on your pointing. Seat belt. He's pointing squidward. Do you follow his directions? Yes. Obviously. I'm sorry, he, he is the ancient creature with oil leaking from his mouth. Shall we know? Yeah, for it, real. It's your game. You could pitch him into the sea if you wanted to. I, and I plan to eventually. I, I sincerely <laughs> doubt that, actually. But not for the reasons you mean. Um, Just okay. push him when he's not looking. Actually, you know what? I could see him being like, So I'll spend a thousand years at the bottom of the sea. Wouldn't be the first time. I'll just Why be creepy just... down here. Why is Regis Dio from JoJo's... <laughs> 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 fucking hate this guy. It was me, Dio. So yes, we go towards the squid. Yeah, we Great. go squidward. Great. Um, so you pass over these enormous dunes. Cool. Um, I'm here for it. Yeah, and very in, good book. In one of these uh, snowy valleys, you see this protrusion out from the ground that's all white, like um, the snow. Yes, except this is um, uh, like the this, primary has this unnatural shape to it, right? Mm. Uh, and it's got a door inlaid into it. You know, this doesn't this doesn't surprise me. We saw a face and standing outside yeah. of this door. Oh, oh, God! Uh, are a pair of uh. Snow gear laden, green skinned men. Okay. Uh, not unlike your friends from the top of the mountain, Vasily and Pastor Rick. Oh. Um. Do they look friendlier? No. Didn't they're think carrying so. axes just as large as the ones that you know Pastor what? Okay. And Vasily had. Here's the thing. Yes. I is Tess. I'm fucking cold. Yes. Yeah. I'm confused. Okay. I've been yeah. for months now, and then we have this weird oily guy in the back. Yeah. We're on a side mission, which we are fully aware of. Uh-huh. We know that this is utilizing time that we could be utilizing yeah. to uh, go on to do the bigger thing that we've been uh, hired to do. We're, so, yeah, we're considering this I, a worthy yeah. investment. I want to get this done. Okay. So I do not care about those two. Great. I will eat them now. So what do you do? <laughs> well, I'm not just going to fight them right off the bat. That's stupid. But we are going to pull up cool as hell. Dogs are yep. sliding. So you're just gonna do go cool. straight up to the door. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You do In fact, so. I would like to like. Is there a way I can kick up more snow? So we're just like absolutely. Yeah. Uh, make an intimidation check. Good. Yes, it's a sixteen. Great. Yeah. Uh, so I want to skirt so the snow just like. Shh. Yeah, you cover one of one of the the green men with snow, like yeah. head to toe, like a cartoon. Yeah. Uh, just uh-huh. Because we're Snokio yeah. drifting. I'm gonna dismount and say, move. The other guy. Yeah. Uh, just hefts his large axe and he's about to bring it down uh-huh. at you in an attack. Uh, when Reed pops up from the back and just goes, ahoy. <sighs> at which point, the green man freezes in place, hmm. drops his axe, and, right. and prostrates himself in the snow. Uh, 
and his his companion, the snow-covered one, wipes off his face uh, and says, Mr. Smith, we did not expect. Huh? What? What? I am confused. <clears throat> I hate everything so much. I'm going to turn to Reed and be like, what? <laughs> Reed ignores you. I guess Reed Smith. Uh, and, That's his name. And he, uh, he says, yes, well, we've uh, accelerated the timeline a little bit. These are my new companions. We're going to go kill the squid. Um, see the uh, wait there's a straight up door to the squid yeah you know um the the guard says of course mr smith and he pounds his axe on the the door twice the door opens and reed walks right in <laughs> just squid on the I'm other just... side and... <laughs> i'm not you do recall he said that he was having a submersible built yes That's yes true yes. i'm gonna it now occurs to you that this might be where that's happening yes I'm gonna gather my things, yeah. hand one of the reins, and go, be gentle. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Do we get, like, a valet ticket, or... Um, the pair of orcs drop dead. What? Uh, I would I like to that. check their bodies I and see why that. they died. I would, too. Can I make an arcana check? Absolutely, make an arcana check. Um, to check the bodies for, for signs of death. By uh, magic, specifically. Right. 17. Um, go ahead and make a medicine check for me, Ali. Very good. Meanwhile, this is like, All right, this is the holy first fuck. roll, the d20 my mother bought me. Come on. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Uh, that's a 10. They, uh, their eyes have bulged out of their skulls, and their hearts have stopped. And mm. Tess, you find, uh, that they have just been murdered by some spell. I can't gleam what kind of spell. Of death. Like, a spell was just cast on them, not there was a spell animating dead bodies. Oh yeah, no, like, a a spell conferring death upon these two just happened. Okay, is, okay, I, is there a way to make an arcana check to feel, like, nearby magics around you? Is that to not find, a like, thing? To find, like, a source? Yes, could I, like, echolocate their, <laughs> um, the bad magic? Sure, what was your, what was your arcana roll? I got a 17. Um. I could assist. I've got a strong it, arcana. It came from within the chamber. Okay, so part okay. of me can assume that it was Reed, and he did say, these are my new companions, suggesting that those might have been his old companions. Oh, uh, oh, well, that, hmm, I'm going to keep that in mind. Yes, yep. <laughs> yeah. Dylan, is a Warhammer uh, a two-handed weapon? Uh, it is versatile, so it can be one-handed or two-handed. Is a big axe no. a two-handed weapon? It is. Can I technically use two-handed weapons? Um, you are martially proficient, I think. Hmm. Um, that sounds right. Taking an axe. Okay. Also, can a warhammer be a one-handed or two-handed weapon? Not. I mean, can, can it be versatile because this particular one has a collapsible haft, so it can go from being one-handed, you go, Grook, and it's suddenly oh, yeah. two-handed? yeah, that is absolutely her weapon. Sure. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. I would like to loot these dead fuckers, please. <laughs> <laughs> Ali rifling through the pockets <laughs> of a dead man. Uh, Whoa, these possessions ain't gonna do him any good. Sunrise gonna come late. You Maybe find, they will freeze. You find freeze on over. each of them a knife, not unlike the ones uh, adorning the gremlin. You know. My baby. Um, yep. Um, you also find uh, each of them has a sack of small red gemstones. Ooh. Currency. Um, and ruby rubles. Uh the one that Tess covered in snow uh had hidden in his uh in his face uh 
uh, uh, in his coat a ah, uh, more sense. a small sack of fungus. Hmm. I'm going to keep that. There is a fungus among us. Well, yeah, I would like to uh, roll to see if I can figure out what's up with this fungus. Uh, would that sure. be nature, medicine? Nature, absolutely. Okay, I feel like it's going to be like not a cyanide. History because I, not history because I took a fungus class? No. Okay, but he lived in the forest. So clearly he would know about different types of mushrooms and lichens. And That's a point. That's why he has a nature check. Yes. <laughs> yeah, all right. All right, all right. Yep. Okay, mother die. Uh, that's, that's a four. So Alito know from this, this particular fungus. Uh, in fact, this is a foreign fungus. Uh, this is not something oh, that no. grows in, in this side of the world, as far as you're aware. Can I do an arcana check on that? Magic seems to just be part of the lives. Sure. <sighs> I, I got an 18. Probably tastes all right in a <laughs> stew. Fantastic. Cool. Can I make an arcana, arcana, arcana? Yeah. Can I make an arcana check on these jewel gems? You can. They are not magical. That's fair. Fair enough. I thought it might be like a like a Stormlight Archive situation. Well, this is all going all about. Right, uh, I'm gonna. Uh, Tess is gonna turn to Ali and be like, "I feel really awful for being so rude to them. I just got very upset, and they were in the way. You know, it's a, let it let, let let it just be a lesson to us. You only get one chance to make a first impression, and yeah. sometimes that's because they die immediately afterward. Yeah, so I, just, I really let's... wanted to come off as like I know what I'm doing. It's okay. No, I was planning Jesus. a cool acrobatic maneuver. It's we, that we so have learned cool. that. Yeah, no. We'll have to save that for another time. Really more, cool. o- more opportune. It's okay. Um, you know, and we lay it, them out respectfully okay. because we're not going to leave just yeah. corpses. And then we go inside I to follow see... fucking weird magic. Well, I do see if one of their boots would fit me. That's valid. I assume they have giant orc feet. Uh, yeah, they're uh, they're like a size seventeen. We're gonna take them anyway. We can cut the leather. So they fit my giant hobbit feet perfectly. Sure. <laughs> cool. I got good boots. That's a good point. What kind of boots? What kind of boot advantage do I get? What kind of boot bonuses? You already tell had... me about my boot. Tell me about my bootnesses. You already had boots, and the ones that you already had had cleats on them that were helpful for climbing. Remember? Uh, okay. I... Oh, I've got hover boots. You sure do. That's true. I forgot about it. And I've got an infinite notebook. I've got the whole. Okay, then I keep my boots that have cleats I on know. them because I don't think hey, I realize I Make a I perception that. check for me. I will make a perception check for you. That is. A 17. I'm sorry, Casey. <laughs> uh, you mm. feel something vibrating in your pocket. Oh, it's my stone. It's my angry stone. God, is it the, I'm gonna take, the gummy phone? I'm going to pat my pockets and take it out. It is not the stone of annihilation. Interesting. It is, in fact, a cell phone. the, the uh, small uh, gemstone that uh, your new friend um, Arnett Stormstride gave you. Yes. Oh, the speaking stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Huh, we had cell phones. Uh, I pick up. Yeah. Hello. Cool. Um, Do we have to take some pictures of like, I like hidden Mickey's? I like hold it to our faces. Well, um, you to use it, you let it fall from your hand. Oh, and interesting. It, it sits on the ground, and from it oh. springs the image of Arnett Stormstrike. I love Star Wars. Uh, and he's he he's, says, "Test the coil." You he's are wearing this hope. like short sleeve shirt. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he is. He's got. A tall glass of something. And to remind people who Arnett Stormstride is, this is the man in the pocket universe who looks exactly like... Akersol. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I remembered. And he looks at the both of you and goes, Hey guys, where you been? Perception. Perception check. Perception check. Is this man drunk? This man seems drunk. Can I make a perception check? Yeah, just Is he lonely? What is perception? I've got 21. Okay. I don't like That's how well I'm rolling right now because I know the second we come up to that squid, I'm going to be rolling ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is the way of things. It is known. 
This is the way. What did you this get? This is the use? way. Uh, Ollie? Yes! Jinx! Uh, I got a nine, but I'm much happier about this simultaneous. Yeah. This is the way. That was uh, cool. So. We deserve inspiration for that. Thank you. I'll take it. Tess? Uh, he is nom, very nom, clearly nom. drinking. So tasty. You don't think he's drunk, but he's very clearly drinking. Yeah. Uh, he's getting there, though. Yeah. He's having a good day. Hey! Uh, we got kind of caught up in a thing. We met a man named Reed. What do you Snake. mean? You're in the middle of goddamn I, nowhere! I, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know! But there's a man. And it seemed opportune. We're killing a squid. I have a Why? stone because he said it was a bad squid. His name okay. is Reed Smith, and he told us a story about an old man and a young man, if you can gleam anything from that. Okay. No? Ali? Ali, Ali, Ali steps up, and he angles himself like every person over 40 who tries to use FaceTime and ends up just showing <laughs> you the top of their head. Yeah. <laughs> it says, and he, he just, like, he puts it right up to his mouth, and he's like... What do you know about <laughs> squids? Get out of How cook head. chicken? Avocado. Ollie, you don't have to be that close. Tess just kind of like moves so, oh. his arm further, further back. Okay. So Arnold oh, can actually oh, see oh, him. Oh, like that. Like, and not just be like in oh, his like mouth. This. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you okay. go, there you go. Oh, all right. Oh, I get yes, it. I yes. see. Okay. Okay. He's holding it upside down now, but still. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Walk me through it, because I saw you guys leave the northern fort. And then you saw it disappeared. So what the fuck? Were you watching from inside our pockets? I was watching from the sky. That's right. I forget. You just watched. I forgot you live in the sky. All right, watchers, watcher. Quis custodiat ipsos. You. You met a dude. Yes. Wait. What do we disappeared? What do you mean we disappeared? Like I couldn't see you anymore. Like I fucking I I saw you guys leave and I was like, oh, you're on your fucking way. And then I went to go check some other shit. Because I got a lot of shit going on, and then I came back, and you're just fucking not there. Now you're here again. What What is happening? I think, okay, to be on fair, it. I think he was doing some interesting weird magic thing. He pulled a, a sword out of the nothingness, and that's Who? what I, Reed Smith! If, what? His name's just Reed. They called him Mr. Smith. I'd like to, uh, I'd like to point, do a persuasion. At that point, Arnett Stormstride sees the dead bodies on the ground and goes, ah! Yeah, he did Those that, Those were I like think. that when we, we got here. We were almost. just about to address that. And then you called. Yeah. And now he's somewhere inside the building. What building? You're in the middle of nowhere. He shows him the door. There's a building. Why? Underground. I don't know. That's what we are trying to figure out. Stop yelling at me. I'm Do under so much stress. You remember Final right Fantasy now. V? I would like to roll a persuasion check, real quick here. <laughs> yeah, go for it. I feel like I'm being yelled Finally. at by my father. <laughs> <laughs> but he has Agrisoft's face, so she. Well, I want to fight. <laughs> So, Finally, like, you're being uh, shallow, yes. yeah, shallow nurse. That is a composite twenty, uh, and I would like to say, uh, not Acre. What's his fucking Arnett? Uh, Arnett, you seem troubled. In my experience, uh, men seek the comforting arms of drink when all is not right outside their embrace. No, what this you? is just because I was having fun. Oh shit, <laughs> gambled and lost. <laughs> I thought I, I figured lost, he was just bored. <laughs> I thought I lost a second Arctic expedition. It's not that big of a deal, but I mean, oh, oh no! And it is a celebratory drink. We are alive and well. Surprise! We'll tell you okay. when we kill the squid. Have a good day. Is there anything we can bring you? Uh, and then he, uh, with with his cup still in hand, like claps his wrist a couple of times, and that do fucking in, meth in the air before the pair of you appear. What? Two very similar glasses. Oh, but. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> Ali, Ali tries to reach his, but it's just out of reach. <laughs> uh, you, in fact, cannot touch them. Yep. Your hands pass right through. Oh, good. Ah. 
Oh, uh, a shame. Oh, dinger. A shame. We ha- well. <laughs> well, we have to go kill a squid now, so I guess we'll call you afterwards. No, wait. I love on. that drunk Arnett is just yeah. Dylan on a good day. Yep. <laughs> wait, hang on. Tell me more about this Reed dude. He's a weird dude. He has oil in his teeth. He just kind of makes yeah. things happen. I found a stone of annihilation. A- he just took the lid off the box. That sounds bad. Yes. So uh, where on are you it, at I assume with, like, you what are. you're supposed to be doing? Well, okay, so uh, we're going to finish the squid, and then we're going to get back to that. Yeah. But w- we can't finish the squid if you keep us on the call. Okay, on it, on it, on it. Dude, whatever. We and then feel. He dips. We He's oh, just gone. gone. Hey, I was talking to him. Rude, that's fair. I was going to tell him that I was pretty sure, and this is true, I was pretty sure that yonder giant uh, squid was a factor in the previous Arctic expedition going missing. Yeah. And we were trying to address that. I agree with you. Rude. I, mean, I think that's a strong point, but Arnett hung up. That's fair. Well, God. I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna call him back. How do I? Can, can, we, can we text on this? I just. I want to text him. I want to text him. No wait. I want to text him like a could. No wait. I don't. I want to text him like a mom. Where the wait for him? He's dictating. Exactly. And Tess is just typing it out. Yes, because if it was Ali, it would be texting <laughs> just, like Tess, where the bubble is up for forty minutes and it just says okay. Yeah, it just goes <laughs> Tess hello. Pulls out like a screwdriver and scores some new runes inside of it. Yeah. You like, motherfucking hey, fucker. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> hello, Arnett, comma space. Yeah. This is Tess and Ali. Period. <laughs> we found it very rude that you surreptitiously hung up on us when we were trying to explain to you what the point of the squid was. Period. Sad face. <laughs> Please do not. Why are you yeah. asking him what his ducking problem Please is? Please do not do this again. Thank you. We will talk to you later. Have a good day! Exclamation! Exclamation! <laughs> Wait, did I put ducking? Sad, sad, Dang. Sad, sad love emoji. Yeah, broken heart. <laughs> oh, hey, how's Jimmy? The spider. Uh, Jimmy is Yim Yams is hanging out inside of your food crates. Oh, Jimmy. Oh, don't be a stereotype, buddy. Come on. Spider gonna spider. You know, you... Technically, then... Well, you pick a bunch of ripe bananas, hide the deadly black tarantula. Yeah. To be fair, it means that any other creatures that get inside, he will eat. You fair. said that like it was a thing that people say? Have you never yeah, heard that? Yeah, Dylan, work all night on a drink of rum. No. Pick banana till the morning come. Tally man, tally me banana. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. <laughs> a beautiful bunch of ripe banana hide the deadly black tarantula. That's I... where the that's where the word comes from because it comes. It was a dance. They, the tarantula bites you, and the muscle spasms make you do a weird dance called the tarantula. Dude, I fucking I've never heard that part of Can that I song. Wanna... Dylan, we took a class on the works of Harry Belafonte and his efforts to bring Calypso to the West. I didn't take that class. It was part of the required curriculum. Okay, well, curriculum. glad to How know. You take it? Good to know the the foundations of our friendship. Dude, are I was so fucking sleeping <laughs> most of those classes. Whatever. Dang. Yeah, that's fair. I, I was impressed and terrified that you would sleep within earshot of Frau Preschler. <laughs> I don't. The German lady, because she was scary. She yelled at she us. She wasn't that scary. You always had this impression that she was scary. I thought she was fucking hilarious. <laughs> She was chaotic neutral, and that is not something I had. Uh, I needed an authority figure. Thank you. I respect her. Okay, <laughs> okay so we're gonna Whatever, we're gonna kill a, we're gonna kill a squid. So I, let's go kill a squid. Man, I feel really bad. Like we got yelled at. Two guys just died. What the fuck? This sucks. <laughs> well, you know what? Let's. Yeah, this is not great, but we uh, had a chance here yeah, let's, to win it all. We're gonna back kill a squid by murdering we're an, gonna kill a squid. by murdering a giant ancient creature that we have very shaky grounds to believe yeah, deserves it. Yeah, Tess is gonna turn on and be like, "We're gonna do this. We're gonna." Murderate this this squid. We're gonna be cool. Gonna We're gonna get it. back on track. 
fist bump. Yeah. So yeah, um, you head inside. Yes. Uh, and yeah. there's this long hall that descends. Yeah, we kick of ours. There we is. kick the snow off our boots. We're not savages. Sure. It's disgusting. Yeah. Uh, you pass a few more dead bodies on your way through. Okay. Cool. Cool. That cool, seem cool. what kind of bodies? Orcish. God. Uh, they seem to have just like been walking and then slumped forward, and that was it. I really don't like that. Um, I don't either. I would like to loot them, however. Sure. Take some more coin patches. Cool. Um, I got, I got, what is some? 1D something? Yeah. Roll a D8. I don't care. Um, <laughs> the D8 is the one thing that these dice didn't come with. Don't tell my mother she'll be sad. Oh, no. Right, roll a D6 then. Roll a D20. That's not a better option. Wait, I think I've, no, wait, I think I've got an eight over here in a little, in, in, yeah, in a different die set. Okay. Yeah, you both always Ooh, act like you don't three. have like five million dice sets. <laughs> I like I, dice. I am aware. <laughs> okay, cool. I found three, three more pouches of rubies. Cool, cool, cool. Um, Ruby pouches. So you continued through, um, and eventually you open into this, uh, workshop that's not dissimilar to Delilah's workshop, except in the middle of this one, uh, there's a big hole in the floor, um, and floating in the frigid cold water submarine. Uh, is this big metal tube. I'm so excited. Ooh, and that's pretty cool. You hear, yes. inexplicably, the sound of a hammer against an anvil. Okay. And you see Reed on top of this big metal tube uh, with his disc that he pulled from thin air before. Yes, yes, I forgot about that. Oh, uh, yeah. And that disc is now glowing with a red light. Hmm. And he is... Arcana check, please. Yeah. He's fixing it to the top of the tube. Arcana check, please. Go for it. Arcana. God, I... I, mm, I got a 19. A five. Wait. This mother die is going to get one more chance for me, but... Uh, Tess, five. that thing is just... Thrumming. In a bad way? Like a, I sacrificed a bunch of lives to get it working way? Well, in a way that, like... Oh, shit. You, it contains a lot of power. Yeah. And given that you just passed a bunch of dead bodies, you could probably surmise... Make this cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Oh, man. Mm. <sighs> That's a bad man. Uh, Ollie, I don't like this mm. guy. I am beginning to question many of the choices that we have made uh but i find as we get further and further along the path of accomplishing our goals the way forward becomes less and less morally certain it's gotten very it messy. Is, uh, the way forward unsettling. is into the tube idiots and then he jumps in rude i miss my forest and then he i miss that frog up up on my says, face one time really i only need one of you to work the doohickey but you can both come if you'd like. And then he disappeared from into the into the tube again. Oh, Ali took a class in doohickey. Ali? Yes? If it comes down to it, I do not want yes. to do this. But if Reed becomes too much of a problem and we have to take him out, mm. I am willing to try. Because we have met a I lot mean, of bad men. He doesn't seem yes. any cleaner than them. He doesn't. And in my experience, the worst men are those who genuinely believe they're doing the right thing. In which case, I think he may be the worst man I've ever met. I agree. Uh, d does love have the ability to, uh, like, some kind of nerf gun? Like, if you were to put something in his head, and you, there's, like, a little plunger on his noggin, and you go, uh, bunk, and he can shoot something. I've never something. It, Because if so... But I could work on it. If so, 
you could shoot that sphere of annihilation at him. I could. If we had yes. to. If our hands were forced. Okay. Tess, I miss my forest. I understood my forest. I miss my dad. I miss your dad, too. All right, into the submarine. Okay, wait, wait, before yeah. we get in there, we look around. This is ordinarily where I'd make a joke about there being a save point, but I'm actually trying to play yeah. this game a lot better. Uh, are there any, like, useful equipment or supplies? Are there any, like, sets of scuba gear or anything? Oh, God, no. There's, Spear like, guns. tools and, like, uh, uh, manufacturing equipment and, uh, okay. you know, the corpses of some engineers yeah. and things, but... Uh, in, in so far as like diving gear, nah. I do. I want to. I would. I, I want to look around and take in the moment because this will be one of the very last times that my hands are mostly unsullied. Yeah, this is a real Rubicon crossing. So let's, let's take a moment and commemorate it. Uh, also, Ali would like to loot these engineers' bodies. <laughs> that is why I said. What, they probably got different stuff that on is them why than I guards. Said mostly. You find some wrenches and a bolt with no nut and a slide rule a slide whistle and i take the slide whistle nice uh a bunch of anime t-shirts one of the one one of the engineers has a pair of walnuts that he has hollowed out Ooh. Uh, and inside oh no is this uh thick white cotton Ooh. i'm gonna take that okay that seems useful i'll we will keep yeah, that. Yeah, can have those. Well, we and I would like the it. record to show yeah. that Ali is Ali is not disrespecting uh, these people. It, it is the custom of his people to, while traveling, keep something interesting on you. That way, people are less likely to desecrate your corpse. That's fair. I mean, you it's say a lesson I learned you, in Skyrim. As you loot corpses. <laughs> no, looting is not inherently desecration, I feel. Desecratory. In okay. a way, each thing you will remember them by. I personally yeah. remember every... What, if I wanted to... If I wanted to, I could stick my thunder punchers to him and go clear yeah. and make him dance around yeah. a little bit. I mean, Dylan, I'm not doing that. Come mentioned on. that we're trying to place them in like a respectful position to, to be found. Yeah. We're not just going to let them leave. Those that haven't slumped. pooped themselves. Yeah. Kind of dying in an unceremonious heap is a very sh- upsetting way to leave Are you two done looting corpses yet? It's like the beginning of Red Dead Redemption 2, when you're wandering around the cabin and the guy's yelling at you, What are you doing in there? (laughs) Um, uh, Are there, like, living quarters here? No. We we go inside the submarine. They commuted? They commuted every day? (laughs) No, there are small bundles uh, where they have slept. Just, like, in the corners and on the walls. This man's a monster. We follow him. All right. Okay, yeah, we follow him. Into the tube we go. Into the unknown. It is incredibly cramped inside. Yes. Um, Ali is perfectly comfortable. Yeah. Um, there is about enough room for you to walk two steps, and then you would be standing on top of Reed. Uh, oh, I don't mind. Sure. So, tight, tight quarters. Yeah. I am holding love to my chest. He comes um, with us. Uh, Tess, yeah. Tess, make an insight check on Ali. I would like to. <laughs> of course. A fucking course. I got an eight. Uh, Ali is perfectly fine as far as you are able to tell. So yeah, uh, the hatch closes behind you, um, and the submersible begins to submerse. Ooh. Uh, and Reed explains, uh, there, so in front of Reed, there's this complicated series of like gears and Mm -hmm. levers and switches and things. And then off to one side, there is a very hastily made, uh, metal panel. Oh, 
Tess is judging this work. With a uh, uh, small inscription in it, uh, and Reed points at it and explains, When you see the squid, touch the panel, and then fire a bolt through its brain. If you miss, you could injure the squid, but you won't kill it. And if you don't kill it, it'll get very, very mad, and then we're all doomed. So, don't miss. Hit it in the brain. Hold. Yes? You're going to leave this up to me? You are piloting this. Yes. So you need to give me the call to shoot the thing, as I assume I will be doing the shooting. This is a machine. No offense, Ali. I know machines. Oh, no, 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 not taken, not taken. So if you do not give me the proper call, you made us miss. You put us in danger. Just laying that one out there. I don't see what the big deal is. See the squid and shoot it. Oh, sir, I have no time to explain well, the trajectory think, placement. Anyway, <laughs> I, yeah, I think there's. A, I think no way. I think there's a disconnect here, uh, it, it, con- conceptually. Dylan, are you are you saying is is Tess going to have to aim this thing, oh, or is he going to aim? You're going the to have to okay. make a roll and and such. fantastic. Yeah. Let's kill a squid. Bye. Very good. Okay. Uh, so the submersible plunges into the depths, and it is. V- is it like the ride at Disneyland? Dark. It is Nemo. Mm. Mm. And it only gets darker yes. the further you go. Uh, and this this submersible appears to have no external light source. Oh, fantastic. That's exactly what I'd like to hear. Mm. Oh, God. Do Reed's, I have a spell? The card seems unbothered. I don't know. Do you have a spell? I have a what scroll tube. Yeah, you definitely have. I have a scroll tube. You got some light spells. This is why you need to write things down. Dylan, up to this point, you have been in, in possession of my... No, your character sheet is on your laptop. Character sheet. But... I know you have at least one light spell left. Yes, I'm certain that I have one. Also, you never told me exactly what I had in my... You never writ, wrote down exactly what I had in my scroll tube. It's because and you're supposed to write it down. I told you what it this was. This is certainly someone's well, fault. <laughs> it matters not now. I got that the, episodes ago. The economy. If I lit our little... Okay, no, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yes. We're making this harder than it needs to be. Just turn the flashlight mode on the speaking stone. <laughs> can Can I just, like, turn up loves optics just turn the flashlight mode on the speaking stone then forget you did that and then the speaking stone dies really quickly and you wonder oh, why i don't have a charging cable <laughs> okay can i yeah can we turn up lies loves loves eye lights the inside of this tube is quite bright okay so there's just no way to get external light cool when i see the squid we shoot i mean just you tried one thing that doesn't mean there's no way to do it okay hey reed can you just saying it's dark you know what that's hey, all i've said mr magic man that pulls things out of nowhere did you consider lights? What? Did you consider putting lights on the outside of this? Why would I do that? Because if you expect me to be able Ugh. to shoot, I need to be able to see. So please put some lights on the outside of this thing. Uh, you're Thank so you. needy. Uh-huh. Uh, he <laughs> reaches over uh, and... Count all off, motherfucker. Honestly. Punches the, the roof of the thing. Oh, good. You had lights. You're just uh, driving blind? And then the whole, uh, the whole submersible starts to glow. Yep. Ooh. Good. Happy? Yes. Great. He continues operating. The, uh, the Dylan, yes. I would like to roll, uh, you could say it's a constitution or a concentration or whatever you think is appropriate, you can tell me, uh, for Ali to try and main contain, maintain control of what he just realized is crippling claustrophobia. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, make constitution saving throw for me. Cool. Can I get a hero point for that? Because it's an interesting choice for the story. Sure. Is Ali, like... Cool! Breathing heavily? Is this, like... 
he is trying not mm-hmm. to uh he's you know that feeling when you can feel a panic attack like just on the edges of your awareness mm-hmm. and you're like no no i can just stave it off it's okay if i if i can ride the wave as it comes hey, in, you'll be okay, I'll be yep. okay. Yep. turns out that's not that's not no, how that works not <laughs> but okay do you say constitution yes. saving throw okay Oh, good. I've got a negative one, and I've got these fucking cursed dice my mother sent me. Let's see here. That's okay, actually. That's, uh, she that's said, here's a lovely gift, 11. my son. That's exactly what these are. Ha ha. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ali, uh, the crippling fear uh, takes hold of you. Yeah. Uh, your vision starts to blur at the edges. Oh. You're having a bad hmm. time. Ha. Yeah. And to be fair, he doesn't realize it's claustrophobia. Yeah. He's just feeling these things without any vocabulary for them. Tess. Yes. You hear a song. And in the depths of the Arctic waters, you see something very long yep. begin to move. While you are doing this, Tess is just going to hold Ali's hand, partly because at this point, I believe she can hear his heavy breathing. And also, she is absolutely oh, yeah. fucking terrified. But she's yeah. a little... I would imagine in a tin can, it, yeah. it's not easy to, to breathe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, it is both for her and for him. This is... There is a bright light in the distance. Yes. In the dark. Far, mm-hmm. far beneath mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Something moves past that light. Yes. Very slowly. Oh, good. And as you approach, and as the light gets larger, and as, as it comes into focus, that there is some... Uh, crystalline archway uh Ooh. carved into the side of uh a glacier mm-hmm. right um and this archway is 12 stories tall you you get closer and closer to it and you start to see a shape surrounding it mm-hmm. at first it appears to just be this one long sinuous creature and as you get closer you see uh in greater detail that it is just, in fact, one arm of a much larger creature mm-hmm. that rests on the side of this glacier. Uh, and you can see its ten legs splayed out around this archway. Ten. And you can see this the shape of this creature's head. And you can see its eye. And it's got this just enormous black globe for an eye. That sits in front of, uh, uh, as you get closer and closer, you see that its, its skin is sort of translucent and you can see its inner workings, um, and you can see its brain pretty clearly. And you don't think it would be a tough shot. And Reed says, any moment now, go ahead, kill beast. Tess. I don't, just give me a sec. It's, I'm not a killer. I think we're gonna need a bigger boat. I think so. So we can't. I, I have to. I have so is to. this thing beautiful? Is this thing you're describing this thing like it's beautiful, Dylan? Is it beautiful? Uh Steve Irwin would to think so. To be fair, for Tess's part, it it's absolutely fair. is. To see the inner workings yeah, of any creature, this is literally her life's work. This is just an organic machine, and she has to uh. pierce it in the fucking brain and take it out, listening to its song. Or does she? So how about this? Yeah. What if? <laughs> What if we throw a chair through the window? <laughs> um, what if you... <laughs> when, when all else fails, there is always chair. What we lack in brains, we make up for in chair. Um, <laughs> what if you futz with the controls 
and be like, oh, it's so beautiful. I don't know how to aim properly. What if I use the talk with animals? Like, and you make the lights. You could use your... T- I was going to say use the lights to, like, flash a code at it, but use your speak with animals. Do it right now. I will give you both of my hero points if you want them. Dylan, I would like to use my speak with animals. Okay. Cool. Uh, casted by my staff. Yep. And before before you try to get me, you djinn, uh, is there a way I might magnify my voice, too, so that it can actually hear me outside of this vessel? Because I know, knowing you, otherwise you'd be like, yeah, you're speaking squid inside the submarine where yeah. it can't hear you, you fucking That's idiot. That's true. Um, <laughs> That's an excellent Dylan. Dylan, why, don't, why are you talking? Just let Christina ask her your question, man. Come on. You, uh, do you know ghost sound or whisper or, uh, do you have some sort of telepathy, uh, uh I, have a I would phone. like I would like to point out I would like to point out that first of all submersibles absolutely do have external speakers otherwise how would they communicate Some with dock and stuff outside in our modern world do yes second of all I would point out that any language a squid would naturally speak would already be filtered through water and that therefore since water is a better medium for sound than air anyway it would travel nicely and be perfectly understandable Imagine for but a we're, moment... We're in a receptacle that blocks the water from us. I, imagine for a moment, Casey, that you are in a... If I must. Uh, if I must. You know I detest imagination. You are in a room uh, okay. made of metal, and someone on I the like outside that. of that room has just cupped okay. their hands and pressed them against the, the wall. Well, there's glass. And they're trying glass. to uh-huh. shout something at you. Through a metal yeah. wall. And how well okay. do you think that that's going to go? I have good hearing. <laughs> <laughs> depends on how loud. Yeah, that's the point. Well, it depends if I'm, if I'm in a medium that naturally conveys and vibrations like water does. Okay, Tess, look at your spells. Do you have, do you have like, big loud face? Tell me you've got, like, Big B's well, big loud face. Well, the problem face. is when I cast a spell from the staff of the bald prophet, Profit. I can only cast. Right. I guess no. I have a certain amount of slots that I can utilize. Correct. I can use it a certain amount of times within a day. Okay. Now I know I wrote down how the staff works for you. Yes. So why are you asking me? Because that paper was left here. Was it? I didn't know this I... is where you you get to just decide yeah, how the uh, staff okay, cool, works. Cool. Come so on. because I can use it a certain amount of times, I would like to uh, cast talk with animals first, and then cast sub amplification spell. Wait, okay, yes. okay, no, wait, we can't ask, we can't ask Reed if there's a, if there's a, wait, I thought we could just ask Reed if there was, like, a PA or a speaker system, but that would probably, that would probably alert him. <laughs> um, well, wait, why don't you just do, like, a search or a, like, a mechanics check and see if there's one labeled, hey, talk into this thing. Can I check the ship, just in case? Make a perception check for me. Cool. Of course this is the time. I got a nine. It's a small space. Do you it's have any hero space. points? I do have a hero point. Mm. Um, Dylan. Might be the time to spend it. Parlay this, you fucking casual. I, I want to speak to a squid god. If I give you my hero point, will you let me communicate with the squid god? Dylan? You complain that we do nothing cool what? and I am attempting to speak with a squid god. Um, <laughs> what would... What would you spend your hero point on, specifically? Speaking with the squid god. Okay, but I've told you yes. what your hero points can be used for, which is to win yeah. a roll. You would use it to 
you would use it to get an automatic composite, yes. not natural, but an automatic composite 20 on your search for, on your check to search for the in, in the Interphone mega, Megacom. Yeah, those are the words I meant. That. I'll give up my fucking hero point for that, because I want to speak to the translucent squid god with one giant black eye instead of kill it, which I feel thematically is much more in line with these characters. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. So here's the thing. Gwen and Lanya. Thank you. There we go. Tess is not a killer. Uh, there you go. So what do you say? Hello. My name is Tess, and this is my friend Ali. Are you talking to the squid? Tiny wave, tiny Are you wave. you talking to the squid? Absolutely Stop not. Talking I'm not squid. talking to the squid. Don't tell the squid it's, that we're here. Why would you tell the squid that we're here? No, no, no. She's not, she's not talking to the squid. She's just, she's psyching herself up. Um, the... Yes? That is the squid speaking to me! Um. Speak. So the, uh, the, the creature lifts one of its tentacles off of the glacier and. Sure, one of its flompers. Uh, that is now coming towards you guys. Violently? I mean, okay. it's slow. It's big. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Violence is largely a measure of speed and size, and when something is that big compared to us, I don't know that there's a meaningful yep, distinction. There is, uh, uh, Tess, you feel something, uh, roiling in your gut as yep. you stare into mm-hmm. the black globe of this thing's eye, uh, and you hear, Tess, um, you, you hear something yep. coming from behind you. Cool. So like cool. like a voice that's just on the edge of of what yeah. you can hear. Cool. Cuz I'm inside and she's outside. Is this the song? I heard you singing and I impeach that you listen to us because I think that we could be allies to you and you to us. There is so much I would like to discuss and I know that this is a strange request to come from very small people in a very small submersive thing who just happened upon you to disturb your day. But Please don't crush us before we have the chance to speak. The long arm Mm -hmm. doesn't stop. Cool. Still coming. Cool. This may just be its way. It may just be a hugger. I'm not freaking out quite yet. Reed is. That's fair. Calm down, calm down, calm down. Are you going to kill it? Give me a moment. Why did you want to kill the squid? Kill the squid. Why did you want to kill the squid? Because it has something of mine. What? I told you. It has a key. That's fair. Like a cipher key. Essentially, we need your help to save the world, and I think it would be really cool to tell the world that a squid saved the world. The, um, the, the, the eye of the squid blinks slowly. Mm-hmm. Just once. Yep. And its arm continues reaching towards you, and Reed reaches over- I push him! Really? I push him! Alright. Yes, Yeah, no, I absolutely in- instant reaction him. from either and or both uh, of us. Push him how? Physically. But I mean, like, are you trying to, like, knock him off balance? Yes, I'm gonna just... topple him to the floor. Okay. Uh, make a strength check for me. Okay. That is a 16. Uh, can I, can I assist by standing just behind him and sticking my foot His out for him to trip over? Form yes. Crumples to the bottom of the. Yes, the it does. I told you to wait. Tess. Yes. This man, this man is powerful. You got one shot in on him. He is not going to just let us stand by and do this thing. How he will if I kill him in this submarine. Enorm- <laughs> how, how do you feel about taking an enormous risk on the inherent goodness and beauty of life? If I don't, Ali, I don't want to see what I will become. The arm of the creature 
reaches the submarine. Yeah. And it wraps around. Ali. And you can hear the metal creaking. Mm-hmm. Ali holds out one yeah. hand to Tess. Kagrab. Ali presses his other thunder puncher to the control panel of the submarine and fries it. And we'll find out what happens next time on Dice and Virtue. <laughs> As the pair of you are stranded at the bottom of an Arctic uh, ocean. Yes, we are! In true Dice mm-hmm. and Virtue fashion. You know, I... I... I would just like the record to say, like, every time I talk to Dylan about this show, he's like, guys, I love you, but I just wish you would do anything. So I, I, we did some some things, I think it's safe to say. We made some choices. And you know what? Maybe, maybe Tess and Ali, maybe they need them a little yeah. dash of Gwen yeah. and Anya also, sometimes, right? you started describing this squid, and I got very emotional, because Tess... Tess does not yeah, kill same. people. She does not kill things. She inherently, it is literally in her nature right. to build things that have some sentiency and some life. To dishonor that yep. on the whims of a psychotic man who has just slaughtered an entire building of people? No. She will die at the bottom yep. of this ocean before. Same. Absolutely 100% same. And you know what? If uh, things go terribly wrong, I've got a backup character. Yep. So, <laughs> Thanks for listening, all our buddies. We'll be back next week. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Bye, all our buddies. Uh, while Dylan silences his alarm, you can go to our Patreon uh, at patreon.com slash semi-automagic. If you should care to fling us five bucks a month, you can get these episodes a week early, as well as early episodes of The Final Podblum, where our buddy Nicholas and I go through the Sherlock Holmes canon when I am able to edit and get them up by the early Thursday mark. Otherwise, you can just go listen to that. It's a lot of fun. It's super cool. You can get at us on Twitter. You can find us at Dyson Virtue. And in the middle of this, I was really hoping that I was making Dylan's job easier by taking over the outro. But now I'm worried that I feel that I've bogarted yep. something he enjoys. That's okay. I stole the intro last episode. Yeah. That's true. Taking the show. Ah. We're pirates. Ahoy. Yeah. I have to go move my car. So we got to go. Goodbye. Okay. Yeah. Bye. All right. Bye, everybody. We love you.